Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, welcome to back when... It's, uh, try it again. <laughs> It's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. I always forget to say that, you know, because that's, that's a brand new thing, so, yeah, so, uh, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, J-A-C, James Andrew Cox, and no, I'm still not the voice from Scooter, from the Muppet Babies, and the Muppets. Well, I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley. You can call me Brosley. I don't care what you call me, um, but we're going to have a good time, regardless. So um, so we could call you anything but late for dinner, right? Anything but late for dinner. There we go, because um, I love to eat food. That's <laughs> so great. Yeah. My dinner is calling my name. Whenever yeah. we wrap up, I'm going to yeah. scarf down my food and play there some Guardians go. of the Galaxy, baby. Yeah. Started so. playing that last week. It is so fun. I can't wait to dive well, into that. Somewhere. Well, your you're lovely wife is out in Texas, right? She's in Texas currently. Did we know uh, where in Texas? Like Austin? Is, I think it... I, I forgot, to be honest okay. with you. I forgot where fine. she was, uh, where she was going, but in Texas, regardless. Yeah. Um, and... Um, she is there for work, so um very proud of her because she goes on a lot of uh, trips for work. And, um, nice. She is, uh, she is everything that I am not, and I love her dearly. And she has a birthday coming up um, this Sunday, so oh, nice. April the 10th. So well, um, if this episode airs before then, wish my wife happy birthday. If it airs yes. afterwards, wish my wife happy birthday. And if you don't, I will track you down. Um, and break your kneecaps. Uh, so, what? No. Uh, well, no, I... She's a lovely person. I love her dearly. And she actually is the one that suggested this uh, um, cover wars today. So, this is in dedication to my wife. And happy birthday, my darling. I love you very much. And uh, I'm excited to get into this today, son. Nice. But before we do that, um, are you a fan of Parkway Drive? Parkway Drive. I've heard of that name. Metalcore band. I, I, anyway. well, well, yeah, well, I know. Uh, I heard what are their songs, maybe? Uh, they got some songs. Uh, one's called uh, Boneyards. That's probably my favorite one. It's okay. called Boneyards. Carry On um, and uh, a few I, other hits. They yeah. were big in the metalcore yeah. scene. A few, probably like 10 years ago, they probably reached their peak. But anyway, um, I noticed that they are take. I saw a post today at the time of this recording that they are taking a break. Oh, okay. Um, and are uh, they canceled their U.S. tour? Um, and uh, really sucks. I've I've managed to see them uh, one time at um, Carolina Rebellion. It was a great show. I really enjoyed that band over the past few years. And um, they got some personal stuff going on, right? So, yeah. uh, and that's totally fine. There's some mental health things they need to straighten out. Uh, things with their families they've been like grinding for like 20 years in that band so um sometimes you got to step back man do what's best for you what's best for your friends and your families and your relationships and um so more power to them um james i got one more thing to say uh before before <laughs> before this episode get, gets going i want to say 
I know we did a whole episode where we thanked Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker um, for the great pop punk revival that we are seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I know we did that. Okay. We did. We did. Especially Machine Gun Kelly released his newest album last oh, week. Oh, shit. What's, what's going on? I, I didn't hear it. I, what, I, it's awful. It's all right. Well, I mean... <laughs> It is just awful. It is terrible. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And I'm I'm I want everybody to know that I'm not just a sucker for anything that Travis Barker touches. Like he was just as involved with this album, I believe, uh, as he was with uh Tickets to My Downfall. Um, this album is called Mainstream Sellout. And uh I was all about Tickets to My Downfall, man. Mm. There are some good songs on that, yeah. and I'm glad that Travis Barker had his hand in that. And I'm thankful that they have brought pop punk like back. Like it's a, it's a it's a trend to be to do that, especially when if you're a rapper, uh, you 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 want to go the pop punk route. Um, so I'm thankful that they did that because that's a subgenre that is very near and dear to my heart. But I'd be I'm <laughs> like forcing myself to listen to this album because I'm like, all right, didn't like it on the first playthrough. Let me see, let me see what a, what what it's like a second thing, second go around. It's not good. It's just not good. I think it was rushed. I think it was uh I think it was a sad attempt to try to recreate what happened on the first album. Yeah. Um, which was just so unique because pop punk, while it wasn't unique in the sense of there's other pop punk bands that have been around, the the whole like branching out and starting starting to switch your career or your uh, excuse me, your genre up and you go from being a hip hop artist to a pop punk guy. And with the help of one of the greatest pop punk drummers, the greatest pop punk drummer drummer that's ever been, and my favorite drummer of all time, and I just want the masses to know that I didn't like it. Okay, I'm not partial to anything Travis Barker touches. I want you to know right now. I listened to it. I listened to it three times through. I don't like it. And I <laughs> he, said what I said because you said it. And if you say something to me, I'm gonna pull a Will Smith. Let's talk about that for a second. No, but no, just kidding. Okay, no, no, but 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 let's do talk about that for a second. Because well, not for the, okay. So Grammys, right? Grammys are yeah. the same thing as Oscars. It's, it's all you know, shades yeah, and for music. Yeah, I heard. I didn't watch it because it's like eh, I don't. You know, like, uh, yeah, who cares? Right? Yeah, but uh, I heard that they did a fantastic tribute for. Um, uh, help me here. Uh, Taylor Hawkins. Taylor yes. Hawkins. Thank you. I did hear that there was got, a beautiful tribute. I got so many, so, so many musicians on mine. It's hard for me to pick that one. But uh, yeah, uh, Hawkins. And but I heard that they did not do anything for Joey Jordanson, which is they did not. A and I am because, I'm upset about that because well, Joey Jordanson and Slipknot won a Grammy. They did. Or uh, I think it's before I forget the song before I forget. Right. I think so. I yeah. think it was. Yeah, they won a Grammy. I remember when they showed up at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and they wore their masks. Like yeah. they that was they stuck to that whole thing, and it was great. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I I heard but it, R.I.P. Joey Jordison mm-hmm. got snubbed of any kind of like yeah. recognition or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, it is very very sad. Um, but, I hate that they did not show any kind of tribute for him, but. But it seems like the Grammys always crap on heavy the the artist the the, the, the musician not, or not not artist the musician of the heavy metal genre because 
I mean, it's it's documented back into like the early nineties when when Metallica lost to a flautist. Iron Butterfly. Jethro Tull. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like how much crap can you like crap on like I don't think heavy metal gets a, gets a good rap with with the Grammys. Yeah. I think that's why David Brocky, you know, the oldest youngest from the Wah! He did Wah! not he, Yeah, he yes. he did not want to go to Grammys at all. He thought that was a complete crocker waste of time and I'm and, and I'm and I'm like agreeing with him on that one because it's like if you if you if you uh, if you're the Grammys, you should at least notice notice everything instead of just you know pop and right. pop and you know the popular rock and roll now you know everything you know. It's obvious that the people that run the Grammys and the people that run the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, I'm sure you know who Eddie Trunk is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Eddie Trunk is a big inspiration for me. Like I'm like, man, he's like, he knows everything about music. That's my inspiration right there. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I love Eddie Trunk and he is notorious for just crapping all over the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. Um, because there are several bands that they will not acknowledge as being, um, essential for the, uh, the history of music and rock and roll. And while there have been really cool, um, uh, introductions into the rock and roll hall of fame by some great artists like run DMC is in the rock and roll hall of fame. And some people were like, well, they were a hip hop group. Well, yes, but think about the subgenre of new metal. We wouldn't have new metal had it not been for Aerosmith and run DMC. Right. Um, teaming up back then. Um, and then of course that progressed to public enemy and anthrax yes. uh, doing bring the noise, like no- a remix yeah. of bring the noise. Yeah. And which kind of led into Pantera, um, getting really big. Cause that would, that was a big influence on Pantera and then you have new metal. So then you have great bands like Lincoln park, corn, Limp Bizkit, all these, you know, great new metal bands that came around, whether or not you're a new metal fan, but anyway, um, <laughs> right. You know, so, I mean, there's huge contributions there, but yeah, I agree. Rock and roll hall of fame. A lot of times they just won't, they won't acknowledge the people that truly paved the way for a lot of, a lot of music that we have today. And it's just, just, that's the way it is. And I feel like the Grammys is the same way. I don't watch it. I think it's a joke. I don't need, uh, I don't need, um, some elite academy telling me what the best music is because I like what I like. You like what you like. She likes what she likes. He likes what he likes. You know what I mean? Like it, music is all about what you enjoy and what you gravitate towards. So I don't need you to tell me that bad brains are a terrible band. Um, you elitists, uh, because I think they're a wonderful band and I love bad brains. I think they were a great punk band. Um, and I've been, I've just used them as an, as an example, cause I've been listening to them nonstop lately, but, right. um, right. but I don't need you to tell me that Billie Eilish is better than bad brains. Now I do like Billie Eilish. Like I think, I think she's very talented. Um, and as far, as far as a pop singer goes, especially a modern day pop singer, I think she's very talented. And um, I'd love to go see her in concert, but I don't need somebody telling me that that is what the uh, the best music in the world is right. based on based solely on album sales because we know that could be from anything. That's, you know what I mean? I think. So, well, I don't want to say this, but I kind of have. I think. I think. <laughs> I think some 
art, I, I think some album sales numbers has been like like rigged or something, you know, to make it oh, sure, sure like it's you know, so you can never trust it anyway either. Right. So it's kind of like you know, because I because I never listen to uh, critics, you know, movie critics. Right. So you know, because it, it's just like you like what you like, I like what I like, and that's it, you know. So yeah. Right. Yeah, that's all, you, yeah. So that's all we got to say about that. So, uh, Joey Jordan, we recognize you, and you're one of the almighty drummers of all of our time, of all right. time. You know. Yes. So yeah, Absolutely. so yeah, so we do recognize you. So there you go. We're better than the, right. we're, we're better than the Grammys and the Oscars yeah. put, put together. So. They should have been asking us in the first place. Right. Right. Um, How dare they? I will say this. I will say this. And this is music related. Jada uh-huh. Pinkett Smith. Do you remember when she led, when she was the front woman of a metal band? Okay. So that is news to me, but I discovered that like right after the Oscars. Wicked so. Wisdom. Wicked Wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She I was gotta... in a band called Wicked Wisdom and they were good. But yes, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, the actress, uh, Will Smith's wife, was the leader of a metal band back in the day called Wicked Wisdom, and they were good. Um, but I have always felt weird about Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. I always felt like her relationship with Will Smith was very toxic. Right. And yeah. the more that this whole thing plays out with the slap heard around the world, mm. uh, it is it is more and more evident every day that, Honestly, Will Smith can do a heck of a lot better mm. than Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Um, I liked her band. Uh, I like the movies that she's in. I thought she was really good in Gotham, but I think she, she was. was yeah, because yeah, I saw in Gotham, yes. and yeah, she, uh, she Will Smith. Yeah. You know, he's got his issues. I think he's got some mental stuff. He's got to get sorted out. Yeah, yeah, that was. Where do you a... think he's got those? Where he got those issues from? Though, you know what I mean? Like, right, I mean, yeah. he's going through a tough time right now yeah. uh because for one thing jada pinkett smith uh has been very open about the fact that she's uh she slept with like one of her son's best friends or something like that yeah and like just i mean just awful things and she says terrible things and then she didn't even like she she was like i don't need will smith to defend me and i was like gosh she's just like a terrible person and i think he can do a lot better um, I think yeah. Will Smith has a lot of things he needs to work out. Kanye Kanye West also has a lot of things he's got to get word out. That dude is like barely hanging on. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Kanye and when Will Smith and every male that has mental health. A lot of people, I don't want to say just women, but a lot of people besides just women, men included, think that if men either cry or tell emotion or feel emotion, they're not actually real men and that's right. a that's a problem with today's society yeah it's bullcrap right so yeah. that that's where the mental health and depression gets them and yeah so yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that's it you know so that's yeah. all i gotta say about that so well let's dude let's let's dive into it this right. is for my wife this is this episode is for my wife and uh, happy birthday tribute to her. Yes. Um, we're going. She suggested uh, this episode, and like like we said before, if you guys ever have any suggestions for episodes, you got cover wars you want us to do, you got ep- regular episodes you want us to do, interviews or anything, hit us up. Um, we got all the content and information. We'll tell you at the end of the episode uh, how you can reach us on that. Um, but this was suggested by my wife, Allison Mosley. Um, Allie Allie is how what she usually goes by, but you know whatever her. Yeah. 
Name quick thing, else. quick thing before we get start, get started. Sure. If you like our previous podcast or this one coming up right now, uh, click the like button or or click the subscribe button, rate and review our podcast. That helps us, helps you. So yeah, Please. there we go. Yeah, and hello to all the YouTubers that's watching yes, this. Yes, yes, right hello, all, yeah. Yeah, I'm, We've I, actually got a music yeah. video to go along with this episode today, so that'll be fun, because yeah. I haven't seen this video in forever. Um, but yes, today, this episode is uh, was a suggestion by my wife, Allie, uh, for Landslide um, by the Smashing Pumpkins and the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Um, but uh, let's talk about the history of the song real quick before we get into these covers. So Landslide is a song written by Stevie Nicks and performed by uh, British excuse me, British-American rock band Fleetwood Mac. The song was first featured on the band's self-titled 1975 album, Fleetwood Mac, self-titled. Right. Um, the original recording also appears on the compilation albums 25 Years, The Chain, and released in 1992, and the very best of Fleetwood Mac released in 2002. While a live version was released as a single 23 years after the live reunion, uh, the live reunion album, The Dance. Landslide reached number 51 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 uh, and number 10 on the Adult Contemporary Chart. Landslide was certified gold in October of 2009 for sales of over 500,000 cop 500, copies in the United States, which honestly, I figured this song was a lot bigger than that. Right. 51, you know, finally hit gold in 2009. The song came out in 1975 you know what i mean that's just strange to me because like to me the song is iconic right right everybody knows that song too right uh stevie nick said that she wrote the song while uh, contemplating going back to school or continuing her professionality with guitarist lindsey buckingham that's the guitarist in the band too uh the album uh, buckingham uh nicks had became had been dropped by Polydor Records before they could release a follow-up. Nix wrote the song while visiting Aspen, Colorado, uh, sitting in some living room, looking out at the Rocky Mountains, pondering the avalanche of everything that has come crashing down on us. Uh, at that moment, my life truly, my, my life truly felt like a landslide in many ways. She said. The song is one of Fleetwood Mac's most frequently performed during tours. Uh, Nix has sung it on every Fleetwood Mac tour since joining the band. That's a lot of times. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of, of Jake Decay's tour, uh, as well as on as well as all on all of her on solo tours from 2005 onwards. A live performance of Landslide recorded on, on June 27, 1980 at the London Wembley Arena um, during a Tusk during the Tusk tour was included on live. Uh, other live recordings of Landslide also appear on The Dance, just as Blake Rosley said. Live in Boston came out in 2004. Crystal Visions, the best of Stevie Nicks in 2007 with the Melbourne Symphony or Orchestra. Uh, and the sound stage the sound stage sessions in 2009. Sound, sound, sound stage and live in Chicago DVD 
And Nyx also regularly performs Landslide along with Stan Beck during her television guest appearances. So, wow, that's... Yeah. yeah. I was trying to look it up because I think that one of those performances that she did of Landslide actually features Dave Grohl. Oh, nice. I meant to look that up. I, I thought about that, and I forgot to go back and, and pull that up. So I was looking that up real quick. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's there's a version out there with Stevie Nicks doing Landslide with Dave Grohl, and it is beautiful. Oh, i got to um, find that now. Yeah. Yeah. So alternative rock band, this is different. All right, I want to I stress this beforehand. So in the research for this, and that's what's going to make this episode incredibly difficult today. Um, in the research for this episode, we found a whole breakdown of these two cover versions that are so notable of Landslide that it has its own paragraph, two paragraphs, in Wikipedia. In the song, um, right? Yeah. Ever talking, yeah. yeah, so we're going to talk about that, and then we'll talk about each artist, just in case you, for some reason, have no idea who the Smashing Pumpkins <clears throat> uh, or who the Dixie Chicks are, but um, or the Chicks, but um alternative rock band the smashing pumpkins recorded an acoustic arrangement of the song that was featured as the b-side to their 1994 single disarm and later on that's a great song and later on their b-side collection pisces iscariot uh the group's arrangement went on to be one of the rock band's most beloved tracks and even had the approval of nicks herself as she told fans in a 1990, 1998 online chat with SonicNet, uh, there's nothing more pleasing to a songwriter than someone else doing their songs. Landslide also led me to being friends with Billy Corgan and the possibility that we'll work together, uh, she said of the front man uh, for Smashing Pumpkins. Over this song, there's been this incredible connection. He reached out. I believe that my poetry is really meant for someone, no matter what age. The new version was a hit making it to the top three of the modern rock charts uh, in the United States that year, and number 30 on the U.S. Airplay charts. The song was also featured in the U.S. version of their greatest hits album, Rotten Apples, um, not to be confused with Rotten Tomatoes. It was later used in the TV show Alias on season one in the episode Page 47. Page 47, all right. Yeah. I didn't watch Alias, though, so I'm not really sure about that. I think my dad did. I, that's the one with uh, Jennifer Gardner on, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My dad. Yeah. My dad loved that show, but I'm but, yeah. but I haven't seen it yet. So. I didn't watch. Yeah, too. From what I heard, you know. So, American country music. Oh, okay. So this is going to be the Dixie Chicks. This is side. about Dixie, right? Yes. American country music group Dixie Chicks recorded the landslide for their 2002 album Home. And it was released on August 26, 2002. The album single, the, the album's second single. Lead singer Natalie Maines uh, said she was uh, attracted in part to the song because uh, was then she was then the same age as, Nixie, as, as Stevie was when she in, initially performed it. The Chicks performed the song at, at with Stevie at VH1's Diva, Divas in Las Vegas in 2002. Uh, so. This rendition featuring the uh, group's two- and three-part harmonies uh, reached the top ten on both the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart, and it became the, sing the Chicks' only number one single to date on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart. 
outside the United States, the song reached number two in Canada, number six in Australia, becoming the group's sole top ten hit in the latter country. Their version has been certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America um, and triple platinum by the Australian Recording Industry Association, um, surpassing the commercial success of the original. Mm. And see, that's what blows my mind, is like the cover was way more successful. We're talking triple platinum. Right. And it, and that was what, 2002? Yeah. Yeah, so 2002, the thing hits triple platinum. Um, and then it took, all right, the, so the song came out in 1975. Uh, it took Fleetwood Mac until 2009 for it to even hit gold. I just don't understand that. But right. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Who knows, man? With this, with this day and age we live in, do we really know what's going on? We might be living in a simulation. <laughs> right, we're, we might be in the Matrix. But I think I know what. Well, don't quote me on this, but um, when there's a new band coming out with a new era, right? Like like the Dixie Yeah. You'll find a lot of fans flocking to their shows, right? Yeah. And the Dixie Chicks are so in tune with 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 songs too that they yeah. want to do this cover. So yeah. the the generations growing up and seeing the Dixie Chicks might have never heard of Stevie Nicks yeah. and Fleetwood Mac, you know, and that's why it might might have boosted boosted the uh, the sales because, like me, like like I always. Find it fascinating that that other bands can sing the songs which I've never heard of, and I'm and and then I fall in love with that band that they that they right. take inspiration from, you know. So that's probably why it like tripled up. You know? Yeah, I don't know. So who knows, man? Yeah. So, but don't quote James on that, right? Right, because I might be dead wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. Quote him all you want. No, don't do that because I might be dead wrong. Uh, why? Stevie Nicks would be mad at me and why did you you know yeah, we'll like, oh, well, God. Yeah, well, I don't have one but, yeah so just ruined our one chance to get Stevie Nicks on the podcast gosh <laughs> yeah well that's why I'm going to send you to uh, talk to her and to, you know <laughs> so she's mad at me right now probably not but I don't know uh, so let's talk about our first the first uh, the band that we're going to do this couple wars on uh, Smashing Pumpkins I love them oh man so such a good band Yep. So the Smashing Pumpkins, also written just as Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, um, either way. You can throw the the in there if you don't want oh, to. Oh, okay. I, I, I forgot to read the Smashing Pumpkins. The. Uh, uh, the. Also written as just Smashing Pumpkins, two words. Either or works right. Our American alternative, alternative rock band from Chicago. Chi-Town. Chi-Town, baby. That's right. Yeah, so uh, formed in 1988 by frontman Billy Corgan, which is the lead vocalist and the guitarist. Darcy Wick... Redsky? Redsky. Yeah, Redsky. Okay, yeah. yeah, bass. She plays bass. Uh, James Aha. Aha. I-H-A for sure. both. Yeah. Um, he, he plays guitar. And, and Jimmy Chamberlain plays drums. Uh, the band has undergone many lineup changes. The current lineup consists of Corgan, Chamberlain, Aha, and guitarist Jeff Shorter. So, minus the basis, they got, you know, it's pretty pretty steady. Yeah. So, uh, um, 
I was trying to see that name sounds so familiar, and I meant to look that up too whenever I was doing the research for this. But uh, with Jeff Schroeder, yeah, keep yeah. going. I'll, I'll okay. see if I can find it. Okay, uh, so this is valuing the punk rock roots of many of their alternate acts, alternative rock contemporaries. They have a diverse, densely layered, and guitar heavy sound, uh, containing elements of goth rock, heavy metal, dream pop. Psychedelic rock, progressive rock, shoegazing, which is uh, which is a thing. So go back to our um, our interview with George Chamberlain. He tells us all about shoegazing. Yeah, um, that was an, that's a new one for me. Yeah, and in their later recordings, electronica. Corrigan is the group's primary songwriter. Uh, he has musical ambitions and uh, cathartic lyrics have shaped the band's albums and songs, which have been described as, as anguished Bruce, Bruce reports from Billy Corgan's Nightmares, Nightmare Lands. Nice. Yeah. So did you find anything on Jeff Schroeder? I yet? didn't. Oh, I, okay. I could have sworn I've heard that name somewhere else before. And but... Schroeder sounds very, um, well, well, the last name Schroeder is, I think, is a very, um, yeah. Yeah, I could have yeah. sworn he was in another, like, successful grunge band. Right. But I I couldn't, no. I couldn't find anything. I, I'm getting him mixed up with someone else, so right. silly me. Nah, well, you know. <laughs> Uh, the the Smashing Pumpkins broke into the music mu- music mainstream with their second album, 90, ni- 1993's Siamese Dream. That's the that's the thing that took that started it all for them. Oh yeah, the group. It's- yes, the group built its audience uh, with extensive touring and their '95 follow up, the the double the double album. Uh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Oh, another good one. Yeah. Uh, which they debuted at number one on the Billboard's 200 album charts. With three with 30 million albums sold, though, worldwide, the Special Pumpkins were one of the most commercially successful and critically acclaimed bands of the 90s. However, internal fighting, drug use, and diminishing record sales led to a 2000 breakup. The year 2000, you know, they broke up in 2000. Uh, in the, in 2006, though, George and Chamberlain re, uh, reconvened to record a new Smash Pumpkins album, Zeitgeist. Did I say that right? Yes. Zeitgeist. Okay. After touring the, throughout 2007 and 2008 with the lineup, including new guitarist Jeff Schroeder, which we're confused about right now. Uh, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry. Uh, Chamberlain left the band in early 2009. Later that year, though, uh, Corrigan began a new recording, new record, new recording, sorry, uh, uh, new record, with series with a rotating lineup of musicians entitled Terry Garden and Terry Garden, Tear Garden, sorry, I can't talk to you today, by Kaleidoscope, which encompassed the release and standalone singles, compilation EP releases, and two full albums that also fell under the project's scope. Oceana in 2012 and Monuments to an Allergy in 2014. Chamberlain and AHA officially rejoined the band, 
in February of 2018, uh, the, reun- the reunited lineup released the album uh, Shiny and Oh So Bright Volume 1 LP, No Past, No Future, No Sun, in November wow. of 2018, and CYR in, tw- in November yeah, 2020. Seer. Seer? Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I... Man, this this these guys have been busy. Yeah, um, there's a lot of great songs, a lot of classics from Smashing Pumpkins. Obviously, Bullet Bullet with Butterfly Wings is uh, a masterpiece. Right. Um, I would say that that's not even my favorite Smashing Pumpkins song. No. I love Today. That's such a great song. Yeah. Um, Today but uh, yeah, been a big fan of these guys for a long time, and um. Very excited because this cover is really good. Forgot to mention too that uh, well, we did mention it, but if you need a refresher, uh, this song is available on the 1994 album, the deluxe version of the album Pisces Iscariot. So um, you can check it out. And uh, James, you want to take a listen to it? Yes. Here we go. I have a special guest with me to help us listen to it. Hey. Hey, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is she gonna? She gonna talk to us? Nope. She's gonna yawn. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. In three, two, one. Here we go.
down song is like that song gets me so emotional like it's just such a beautiful written beautifully written song um and any version of it that i hear like always like i have to fight back the tears and i don't know what it is it's not even the lyrics like yeah like the lyrics are really special but it's just like it's not that those lyrics like hit home for me in any way it's just it's such a beautifully written song it just makes me want to cry now I got no problem saying it. Right. Well, I think the reason why you feel that way, and I'm, and I'm slowly inclined to agree with you on that one, is because um, it's more like a stripped-down version of it. Yeah. You know, there's no drums. There's no... Yeah. I don't I don't think there, there's a bass in there. Uh, it sounds like it's, it's just, just a guitar. Yep. Yeah, just, just a guitar. A guitar and Which guitar is how, and, you know, Fleetwood Mac I, did it. And it is just... Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It is just... Wow. See, the, the the thing with stripped down versions that I love is there's some kind of, um, I don't know what it is about it, but but it's not, to me, the stripped down versions are a lot better than the actual yeah. studio versions. Oh, yeah. Which is, there's something weird about I think that. it's just, that you just the, the intimacy of just, like, yeah. just have, it's just a guy and a guitar. Like, it's just, right. like, if you've ever been to, like, a coffee shop or, like, a, you know, small little club gig you know and you've there's a guy just sitting there playing guitar sometimes like those are the best like shows i've ever been to it's just going somewhere guy that i don't even know who he is just sitting up there with a guitar playing if it's a coffee shop or something and it's just i don't know it's just a lot of emotion in just somebody who can sit there with a guitar and just express themselves you know right I do like that cover because I mean it's it's such a like a melodramatic yeah. version of it yeah. you know that I really haven't heard in a long time. Right. So, so it's, I mean it's been theoretically like like years since I heard that version. Yeah. Oh. But but I do like that version. That that version so nice and. Do you hear the thunder um, just it, now? No. Oh, okay. We got but some it, bad but storms going on right now. In yeah. South Carolina, y'all, yeah. So. yeah. So we're making do. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that, that, but that's a song where you can just nice and yeah. relax and take a nap. That's right. That's right. Which, or cry your eyeballs out. Like I have to fight back every single yes. every single time I hear it. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's Good dive song. into the next one here. So, let's talk about the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Uh, they were an American, or still are, an American country music band composed of lead singer Natalie Maines, multi instrumentalist, vocal and vocalist. Excuse me. Marty McGuire um, and Emily Strayer, also known as Irwin and Irwin and formerly Robinson, uh, the latter of two, uh, the latter two of whom are sisters. I didn't know that. Um, so the Irwin sisters founded the band in 1989 in Dallas, Texas, with bassist Laura Lynch and vocalist and guitarist Robin Lynn Marcy. They performed bluegrass and blue and uh, country music, 
uh, busking and touring the bluegrass festivals, uh, festival circuits and small venues for six years without attracting a major label. In 1992, uh, Macy and Lynch became the lead vocalists. Um, following a change in the uh, repertoire, the Chicks achieved commercial success beginning in 1998 with the hit singles uh, There's Your Trouble, which my wife absolutely loves more than anything. She loves that song. Um, and Wide Open Spaces. Mm. Uh, the days before the uh, 2003 invasion... Oh, this is when they had some controversy here. Days before right. the 2000, 2003 invasion of Iraq... Uh, lead singer Maines told a London audience the band did not endorse the war and were ashamed of U.S. President George W. Bush being from Texas. Uh, the remarks triggered boycotts in the U.S. and a backlash from their fans. After a hiatus, the band toured again in 2010, uh, 2013, and in 2016. In 2020, they dropped Dixie from their name, citing negative connotations, and released their first album in 14 years, Gaslighter. Uh, the Chicks have won 13 Grammys, uh, including five in 2007 for Taking the Long Way, which received the Grammy Award for the Album of the Year, and its single, Not Ready to Make Nice. I remember that one, too. Because I'm mad as hell. I remember that one. Um, and uh, Which received the Grammy Award for Record of the Year. Um, by July of 2020, with 33 million certified albums sold and sales of 27.9 million albums in the U.S. alone, they have become the best-selling female band and best-selling country group in the U.S. during the Nielsen SoundScan era, which is 1991 to the present day. So, yes, I do remember the... All right, here's the thing about Dixie Chicks, man. All right, country yeah. band, right? Country, right, right? country music fans, mostly... I don't want to dive into politics too much, but most of the country music fans that you have out there are of the uh, Republican Party. And I, I say that with confidence because I, it's a fact. Uh, the, uh, the lead singer of the Dixie Chicks is definitely not a Republican. She is very much a, uh, a Democrat and a, um, you know, a very, I don't know. She's a, she likes to stir the pot. <laughs> so uh i think everybody I, I, is entitled I, I, to their their views absolutely um but yeah she started talking trash about george w bush who is a republican and i remember all that going on and i was like dang man they just like totally pissed off the country music fans worldwide uh who are definitely big supporters I of george bush so I remember when uh, Toby Keith was very um, much against the Dixie Chicks at that time yes. too. Yeah, they were like yeah, they, they, heads. They, yeah. yeah, they were going out big, big time, yeah. big time. And then I remember last year, uh, or not last year's, geez, it was two years ago, 2020, the dumpster fire that was the year 2022 or 2020. <laughs> um, you know, there was a lot of things going on, a lot of racial tensions and things like that. Um, there were a lot of bands that did these kind of things where they um, started changing their names up. I remember Dixie Chicks, Dixie Chicks dropped Dixie from their names. Now they're just Chicks. Um, there was another band out. There was another band out there called Slaves that have since changed their name. Um, they were like a metalcore band um, to a different name. Um, countless things like that went on. So I remember, I remember when all that was going on. There there was there was one of them bands i don't know oh, okay so there's another country band that um called lady lady antebellum yes yeah lady antebellum and That's so right. i'm not i'm not sure how true this is but if it is it's not cool at all uh, they 
they stole the name from a jazz singer her name was Lady A and yeah. kind of forced her to not, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's true. Yes. So don't quote me, people. It but, seems uh, like I remember if, hearing. I remember hearing that. If, yes. I if do they remember. did that, then that's yeah. a bad, bad thing for them, you know, because I don't think anybody should be forced to change their name. Uh, if you want that name, you should not. If someone else has a name, don't get the name. Come up with some kind of like a, like um, I don't know what you call it, you know, card box. Sure. Or I, I, I don't know, you know. Carbucks yeah. Willie or something, you know. I just just call it anything, but you know, just call it anything besides like like stealing somebody else's name if that's true, you know. Yeah. Well, I so. I do I do remember when late when uh, Lady Antebellum they were another that was another group that changed their name. Um, but I do remember when they yeah. dropped the Antebellum and they just call themselves Lady A yeah. now. But a lot of that happened in twenty twenty. A lot. Do, of does the word does the word antebellum mean something else that I'm not picking not. up or like? It does have okay. something to do with that, but I can't remember exactly. Um, okay. But yes. So that's in, why they, okay. You know, in in you know agree ag- agreement with everyone else, um, they did the same thing. They you know just okay. you know trying to make things right and you know good form for. Some of these things, I'm like, okay, this is obviously a publicity stunt. But if you if you feel so inclined to do that, then you absolutely 100 are entitled to do that. But right, um, right. but yes, I am. Uh, this, this is a good version though, and it's got a music video. So what up, YouTube? Hit uh, smash up? that subscribe button. Make sure you obliterate the like button. If you give me a dislike, I'm a cut off your kneecaps. Um, well, we can't see we can't see the dislikes anymore. Spoken like a true YouTuber. Smash that they get, subscribe they get, button. <laughs> absolutely pound the crap out of the like button. I, I don't know. That's every time I watch a YouTube video, that's like one of the things they say. I don't care what you guys do. Of course we appreciate it if you do, but but hello YouTube. We'll We're see. gonna watch this music video <laughs> and um talk about it. So uh yeah, okay. excited. So here we go in three, two,
the uh infamous lincoln park in the end music video because there are a lot of visuals <laughs> for those of you who watch that on youtube with us there are a lot of visuals that very closely resemble the ones in the in the end music video for lincoln park um so i was convinced that was the same director it is not um it was just obviously a product of 2002 um and uh, <laughs> a lot of music videos like that um, cause it also looked like, uh, all right. Do you remember the music video? I don't know if you watched a lot of Creed music videos. Oh yeah. Um, the, uh, I think it was okay. weathered. One step right, yes. closer yes. is the one that looks all yeah. like that too, but also a big 2002 hit. So, um, <laughs> I, I guess it was just a product of the times, man. What a good 20 years ago is awesome. Anyway. Um, oh, so, okay. So, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that video signified with that song, because because for people listening to to this podcast, we thank you very much too. Um, but you can view the view our YouTube um uh, episode and see what's going on here. Uh, they okay. One was like a grassy field. One was like a desert wasteland yeah. or something, and one was like the city, yeah. and like two other more. I don't, I don't know. I I don't understand yeah. the whole significance between the video and the song but i but hey you know i mean obviously got a lot of views i mean so you know so yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, there was a lot of praise for that music i remember seeing that music video everywhere back in the day um but yeah i i I love that cover i think the music video is weird uh, it's weird (laughs) yes the song is great um and that's got nothing to do with them. That's obviously right, a marketing right, right. thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I love the song. I love the I love that cover. So that's what makes this next part really freaking difficult um, to to figure out because I do love both yes. of those covers. I tell you what, I'm um, gonna go first because I think my, uh, go ahead. Okay, so so this is hard hard choice for you. Um. Yeah. I don't want to say it's an easy choice for me, but that, but I'm leaning more to one one version than the other. 
I think that the Smash okay. Pumpkins knocks it out of the park. Only okay. because, All right. there you have as it. I said before, I love stripped-down versions. It's more intimate, like you said. Uh, right. It, 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 it feels like more like a laid-back song. Like, you can... Like, you yeah. can pop in that song any time of the day and just be so comfortable listening to it. You know, it, it eases your, eases your nerves, gets you out of depression. Thank you. Right? Yeah. There so, Right, yeah. So, I think, the, I, I think that the Smashing Pumpkins wins in my book. Yeah, I... Gosh. Yeah, that's a very hard choice, but... Here, here's the thing, and this is what I told Allie when she told me the other day that that was what she wanted right. us to do. I said, all right, here's the deal. I love the Smashing Pumpkins version. There's another version out there that I really love, too, that we didn't even get into, but there is... Do you yes. remember the show Glee? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay, so there was a there was a version of or there was a yeah, there was a version of this song that was sung on the show Glee with Gwyneth Paltrow Ooh. singing it, and it is so good. Oh my god! But here's the thing: the uh, that version was obviously mimicked off of the Dixie Chicks version because there is a there's something they do in that song that is not done in the original, and it is not done in the Smashing Pumpkins version, and it is that. Like right before the very ending of the song, they do that, and maybe, and then they all like they repeat that line and they harmonize, and it is so good. And every time I hear that part, it yeah. gives me chills, like instant right. chill bumps. And Dixie Chicks harmonies were so good, um, still are. Um, they're a very talented group of gals, and um, I do absolutely love that part. And it just makes me feel so. Uh, if the song already didn't make me feel emotional yeah. for whatever reason, that part gets me. And um, so I love that they they did that in the Glee version, which I really love too, with Gwyneth, Pal- Gwyneth Paltrow. Please check it out. Um, who you would have never thought was an amazing singer because she's known as being this famous actress, <laughs> but she is a great singer. Um, it does an awesome well, cover. I don't know if you noticed, um, but she did a a cover song. Well, a cover song. We we should do this. Uh, with uh, Huey, Lew- Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis and News covering Cruising by Spoken yeah. Robinson. So, yeah. Yeah, so she no is way. an awesome singer. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. So, be up, be up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's a she's yeah. an amazing singer. Um, and, uh, but I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's, I, I love that part. I love that part. And I think if I had to choose between these two versions that I love so much, what do I like more? I love that they threw that part in there. And it was a good way to showcase those three girls and their very talented uh, vocal abilities. Um, again, the music video is weird as crap. And I, it's right. something to laugh at. But I think that the song itself, I'm going to choose the uh, the Chicks version of that song the over the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean that was a good version, you know. Don't 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 get us wrong, but yeah, it's 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 a weird yeah. video. So anybody that's listening yeah. to this Great. audio podcast, uh, we encourage you to to yeah. uh, uh, go go watch the uh, video for "Landslide" by Dixitix. Come back. Yeah, either that or watch this yeah. video on. And YouTube. while you're doing that, you can review our podcast and tell us what you think about this. The, the the chicks video, Please. you know, so you can get that in. Uh, so you said that the chicks won this round, correct? 
Uh, I'm okay. going to choose Perfect. them. Good. Yeah. So we we agree we agree to disagree on this one, but that's okay. You know. I'm texting Allie right now to ask her which version that she prefers, and maybe by the time that we finish this episode, yeah. she'll respond to me. Um, so we can see who, who really, we, who won, really yeah. won because yeah. this episode is dedicated to yeah, her she's, for her She birthday. is ultimately the, the tiebreaker. So, yeah. Yes, she is the one that yeah. will decide today. But, so. but in the um, meantime, we yeah. have a mental health minute with Blake Brosley. So let's do it. I got to come up with like some kind of uh, intro song. She just texts me back. See? Dixie Chicks. Boom. We got yeah, the Dixie yeah. Chicks yeah. version. Yeah. Over. So there, there, you you go. Go. there you go. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, my Allie. darling. I love you. And uh, happy, uh, happy back. trip and back. to Texas. And back. Anyway. Safe, uh, safe trip coming home. Trip, safe travel to the back, yes. yes. I'm, yeah. I'm very tired. It's been a really rough few weeks of work, so I can't it, even like, speak okay. right. But anyway. Um, so, yes, today's Mental Health Minute. Um, so, this is something really cool and near dear to my heart because anytime I've ever done anything like this, there I can't tell you how much gratification I get from it. But volunteer. Uh, so the meaning and purpose derived from helping others or the community can enrich and expand your life and make you happier. There's no limit to the individual and group volunteer opportunities that you can explore, uh, whether that be with schools, places of worship, uh, nonprofits, and charitable organizations of all sorts depend on volunteers for help in any capacity. And um, I, uh, I for sure have helped with a share of church-related events um, where – you give free meals to people right. who are in need or you go help with uh, any type of renovation that's done for someone who is in need. There's something really special about uh, giving back to not only the community, but giving back to those who are just in a tough time right now and need some form of encouragement. Can't tell you how gratifying it is to do so. So Get out there and volunteer some way, man. Uh, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever makes you uh, makes you happy, in order to make others happy. So. And just like you said, you can uh, volunteer to like to feed the homeless or or go help. I th- yep. I, I I think you can go to the children's ward and help them do something too, right? Or something, yeah, you know, something that you know. something like yeah. I've I've heard of some things where you can, they you can volunteer for different, especially yes. around Christmas, like at Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving and things like that. They are they are begging for volunteers to help I, I that think, kind of stuff because it's a I think one big thing year. is Toys for Tots during Christmas time. So yes, yeah, so that's a Toys big for deal for yep. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the hospital absolutely. the hospital runs that Toys for Tots program, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. St. Jude's, yeah, St. Jude's yeah. Children's Hospital. Yeah. So reach out, man. There's all kinds yeah. of opportunities out there, uh, and if you haven't, I challenge you to do so, and then come back and let me know what how you feel about right. it afterwards. Right. So. Speaking of helping out with things, before we wrap up today's episode, there's a special announcement that you that you posted on uh, on Facebook for something that you're that you're a part of, man. And I'm so like proud of you and so happy for you. And I want you to tell our listeners what you got going on. So remember when I went to the um, expo? uh, I guess it was a, a expo center conference last time. Where I where we yeah. told, where I told people about my podcast, right? So apparently yeah. I met somebody, and I'm so sorry I don't remember you or what well, your name. I, I do remember you, but I don't remember your name, so I'm, I do apologize for that. But she told some she told Christy 
the girl who I'm talking to about this, uh, that I would be able to do a keynote speaking engagement for them. And uh, yeah, so on on May 26, 2022, next month, uh, they selected me to be the keynote speaker for the Self Advocacy Conference. So that'd be great. Yeah. So awesome. Um, awesome, man. So what is the Self Advocacy Conference for those of our our listeners? Okay. So like as this? as people may not know, I have cerebral cerebral palsy, and that's the condition that I was born handicapped. And this conference is all about self-advocacy, you know, speaking up for yourself. I think they'll, she told me that there'll be um, people with, persons with disabilities there, um, AIDS, and, and like other people who just want to come and see, um, learn more about it. And so what I'm going to do awesome. is I'm going to open conference talking about how I got to be where I am today and talk about my life. So, if you want a Ooh, ticket for free, awesome. it's for free, y'all. Um, you can find me under hey. James Cox on Facebook, and you can click on a link um, that I provided under my name, and then just sign up for free and just come on at and you know just chill out with me, you know. And I'll be bringing uh, you know, some some podcast stuff, you know, to give out. You know, like we got flyers and cards and. We got uh, a few um, uh, music codes, you know, those, those, codes, those codes that you find in, like, album vinyl records. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun day. So, come on down. Did you get your ticket yet? Uh, uh, not yet. Are you no, okay? Not okay. yet. Okay. May yes. 26th. I, yeah, I think that's, like, like on a yeah. Thursday. So. Yeah. Okay. It's, awesome. Yeah, man. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. I, that, yeah. I know that's a huge deal. And, uh, yeah. you know. Those guys, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna. I'm not nervous yet. I'm not nervous yet, but I'm, you know, getting closer to the day, and it's like, oh my god, you know. So I may need you to. No need to be nervous. Think about it like this. Think about all the people that you're gonna go out there and you're gonna inspire um, by Mm -hmm. telling your story and to get to like where you are today, um, and like how much music has helped you, and kind of like what this whole podcast is about. And, I've actually, um, I've being, actually interviewed some musicians from the you know, past interviews, and they said that they're they are most comfortable uh, talking in front of millions as opposed to like me and you. So I hope to right. God that's me, because <laughs> yeah, so I mean, oh, yeah. talking to yeah. you, talking I to you that. is easy. I can do it. You know, talk, talking to five yeah. people, I probably can't do it very good. But hopefully, I can you know knock sure. this out of the park and uh, be in. Yeah, Absolutely, so, yeah. you got it, man. It's gonna be great. Thank you. You're thank gonna you. do awesome. So, uh, thanks yeah. everybody. Um, oh yeah, thanks for listening to the show, watching it on on. Um, I almost said Facebook, but that's not. On on YouTube, um, be sure to share this with your friends and family, and Lucy and Penny, the dogs. Can't forget those. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Oh, so we're available on multiple podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts. So make sure you rate and review our podcast as it helps us. And then uh, we'll, if you leave a review, and if you want us to, we can read your reviews right here on the show. Um, we don't have any reviews yet, but uh, yeah, so no new ones. A, yeah, it's been a while. So yes, please do that. Absolutely. The best way to stay up to date with us is to follow us on our social media. We're on Instagram. It's at when words fail podcast. Uh, we are on Facebook. It's WWFMS podcast. Um, Twitter at when words fail MS. 
We are also on TikTok at When Words Fail Music Speaks. And uh, James, it, you are so much better about keeping up with the TikTok than I am. Um, so thank you for all you do with that. I love your reacts. I love all that stuff, man. You do, you do a great job with that. And I am so bad at it. But maybe I'll take this time while my wife is not here to make some so, TikToks. So when you get and, tired of playing uh, games, you can, you know, TikTok it up. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> uh, yeah. you can send us ideas or personal stories of how music has helped you at when words fail podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. We'd love to read those. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching right now. Um, and uh, where you can watch uh, interviews that we've done in the past, music video reactions that James has done. I'm working on that. I would love to do that eventually. Got a busy it's schedule fun. right now, but I'm working on it. Um, vinyl showcases that James has done. I'm also working on that as well. I've got several of them that I would love right. to do, but just right, yeah. got to find the time. Um, and so much more. Uh, our YouTube is youtube.com when wor- uh, slash when words fail music speaks. Go check it out. All these links and find out more about us or to buy some of our, our merchandise like this shirt. Oh, we have our new logo, y'all. And Mr. Brusley. We got a new logo here. that's in the works. I just I know. emailed you the files. Yeah, too, I, yeah, I just so, got it. So, um, yeah. so be sure it, 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 it's going to be available today. So make sure you grab couple sizes, you know, one for the whole family. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's a really awesome logo. I can't Absolutely. believe how, how good it is right now. So, you know. I love it. And shout out to one up graphics um, on Instagram uh, for doing that for us. We appreciate it. Uh, go check them out. Um, and uh, especially if you're like, they, they do a really good job for creating logos for podcasters, Twitch streamers, uh, YouTubers and things like that. So if you got your own channel and you're looking for a cool logo, we're excited to, to uh, debut this logo to you guys. Um, working with One Up Graphics um, it has been cool. Like uh, they have done a wonderful job creating a new logo for us, um, and very excited to uh, present that to the world. And um, we, we wanted to put on some shirts for sure. Like get you get you guys some more merch out there. With uh, we're working on getting a few different logo designs together for everybody. So, um, but yes, James is actually wearing our first design right here. Um, is the baseball tee? Yeah. Uh, check that out. I've got a um, I've got a black one. I didn't wear it tonight, but I've got a black one with a uh, different logo yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, but to get so. that, to get those shirts, you got to go to www.winwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. There's a link in the corner saying shop. Click that link. It'll be a big blue image if you're on a computer. Big small, blue, big little blue image if you're on the phone. Just just tap it and then take it right to our store. Well, we'll check it out. Absolutely. Um, you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Twitter, excuse me, at Blake underscore Mosley. I'm also on YouTube uh, with some drum covers that I've been doing or drum playthroughs at church that I've been doing. Excuse me. It's YouTube.com slash Mosley with three Y's. I'm also on TikTok, but I'm terrible at it. It's at Blake Brosley. Uh, and uh, also, if you want to check out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. All about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. I have recorded a new episode. I recorded it at 6 o'clock this morning when my wife left to go to Texas. Um, and I will hope, hopefully have that uploaded by nice, the end of nice. the month. So, so we shall see. Yeah. So sources of this episode come from Wikipedia, songfacts.com. Um, and I forgot to write down the, uh, last one that I got the notes for the, 
mental health minute so sorry about that whatever that website was <laughs> we do not own any of the music used in this episode and no copyright infringement is intended cool. james take us out so thanks everybody for listening and would always remember when words fail music speaks and sometimes it slaps you in the face like will smith slapped chris rock right in the mouth sometimes music does that to me um yeah but in a, and it's a but good, in a good way so yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.